everyone at Zeo Church, it is brilliant to be here with you on this Father's Day. Um, my son Jordan, I've got a son and a daughter called Kezia, and my son Jordan, um, he loves football, he always has, and we've really enjoyed it. He's a massive Chelsea fan, um, for which he gets regular prayer. Um, I am a Nottingham Forest fan, and a couple of seasons ago, in the Cup, Chelsea were playing against Forest. Um, we're in different divisions, so the only time we can play is in the Cup. And we went from Nottingham down in the train. And you know, we both support our teams passionately. And my son, in a beautiful father-son way, turned to me and says, Dad, listen, it's going to be cool. I support Chelsea, you support Forest, but we're a father and we're a son. We love each other. It's going to be fine. You know, if, if Forrest win, I'm cool with that. And I'm sure if Chelsea win, you'll be cool with that. I was amazed at his maturity and I thought, wow, he really is turning into a great young man. We got into the Chelsea end and there we were. And I was obviously having to keep a bit quiet. My son was kind of just, you know, watching the game and Chelsea scored. And when Chelsea scored, my son got up and in my face, screamed in my face, come on, Chelsea! And then started shouting and said, he's a Forest fan! He's a Forest fan! That is a son not being loyal to his father. On the way home, I was like, oh, man! He was like, oh, yeah, the emotion caught up with me. No, it's fun. You know, it's really fascinating, but the word father really is quite an emotive word. You know, for some people, uh, Father's Day is a great day of joy and fun and laughter. It's a great day of celebrating a good man who's done us proud. But for other people, you know, it can be sadness. Maybe you've lost your dad and it always brings up those emotions. Or maybe there's actually quite negative feelings inside of you about your dad. Maybe there are some people watching and it makes you feel angry and it makes you feel enraged when you think about your dad. And I understand today is, is a very difficult day for some people. But you know, I want to quickly look in the Bible and in 1 John 3 verse 1, the Bible says, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. You know, the Bible paints a picture of a really good father. A father who is there for us at all times. A father who hugely cares for us. And even though we mess up and slip away, that, that God really does care. I think the best way of describing this is that to tell you a story about when I was in Australia a couple of years ago. I got the chance to go to the Gold Coast. And, you know, I went in the sea one or two times, and I tell you, those waves are huge. I really love chatting to the lifeguard. And when I was talking to the lifeguard, he, we began to speak about the eddies, the current. And I was saying how, you know, here's a Scottish guy in this Australian sea. And even though I'm a decent swimmer, I actually found it sometimes quite hard. And he told me this story. That only a couple of weeks before I'd been there, actually, there was a young Australian girl. She was about nine. She was quite a good swimmer and she was in the sea. And then suddenly the currents, the eddies, they turned. 
and they became very dangerous. People began to run out the sea. But this little girl, she got into real difficulty. And these um, lifeguards, they ran down the beach to get to her. But because the currents were so strong, they couldn't get in the sea to get her. And so what they did is well, they grabbed this piece of equipment. It's called a rescue can. And they threw this, this kind of a pl plastic piece of, of equipment. It's got a rope connected to it. And they threw the rescue can and it landed right next to her. And above the waves, they were screaming and shouting to this little girl to grab hold of it. But you know, this little girl was in such turmoil. She was going under and the waves were knocking her about and she was beginning to splutter and she didn't understand. She didn't know that this piece of plastic would save her. And actually, she went under the waves and it was like, oh my goodness, they said we thought she was going down for the last time. And as they were scrouting and screaming, she came up out of the water and it was like a light bulb went on in her mind and she grabbed hold of the rescue can and they were pulling her in. And as they were pulling her in, they saw this man running along the beach and this was her dad. And her dad was blubbering and crying. And as he ran to the beach and as he pulled the little girl in, the dad just like scooped her up safe in the father's arms. You see, friend, this is the story of the Bible. The Bible says that we've all drifted away from God. We've all messed up. Not, none of us are good enough to be in God's arms. We've all done stuff that we regret. We're all flawed people. And you know that the Bible calls that sin. And I know some of us, we've gone with the current, we've gone with the trend, and the trend has taken us away from God. But you know, we're in this beautiful moment where we're understanding that the Bible says in John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his son. You see, that rescue can, that piece of plastic, that's exactly like what God did. He threw the rescue plan out to us, that if we were to grab hold of the cross, that when Jesus died on the cross, that was Jesus dying for you and for me, and that that is the rescue plan for our lives. That Jesus died this horrendous death on the cross. And that if we grab hold of the cross, we can come through the cross and we can come into the arms of the Father. That God, he's not distant from you right now. He's not disappointed that you've just drifted away. He's not angry at you. I want you to imagine he's running along that beach. He's longing to be reunited with you. And you know, as we come through the cross, we can know what it is to be found in the arms of God. You know, um, I'm going to be back in a couple of minutes to, to just give you another little piece about the love that the Father has lavished on us. His love for us. But just as I finish, I want to say that, you know, God throws that salvation plan out to us. That cross and we get to choose. Imagine if that little girl had decided, no, I'm not going to have that. And she went down and she spent forever and ever. That's her done. And you know, as I'm talking to you now, there's a little tear in my eye because, you know, I don't want anyone watching this to say, oh, do you know what? I don't care about the cross. The cross has been made for you so that you can come through that cross 
and be found again in the arms of a loving God. I told you earlier about that fact that a plan has been made, a salvation plan has been made. And I can remember as a young lad, you know, grabbing hold of the cross and, you know, coming into those loving arms of the Father. See, here we are on Father's Day and, you know, I, I want to tell you that God absolutely adores you. He thinks that you are amazing. 1 John 3, 1, how great is the love of the Father that he has lavished on us. You know, God loves you. You know, whether you are really close to him at the moment or whether maybe you're just having a look. Maybe you're online now and, and you feel a bit distant from God. Maybe this is kind of reminding you of Sunday school when you were a kid or times that you've been in church. But I need you to understand that God absolutely adores you. You know, you might even be saying right now, well, I don't believe in God. Well, I want you to know that God believes in you. That God believes in you. He thinks that you are brilliant. And he wants to bless you. He wants to do your life good. I love this. That the love that he wants to pour out on you. That whatever is happening in your life, God is for you. I've got a friend called Neil. And Neil was with his brother in the Lake District a few years ago. And they were just kind of walking around on this, uh, on this little road when suddenly a car came round the corner. And in this car, out, out pops a, an older gentleman. And this older gentleman says to Neil and his brother, he says, listen, guys, can you help me? My son is 15 and he's cycling from John O'Groats to Land's End. But now that he is in the Lake District with the big hills, he's absolutely suffering. He's finding it hard. He says, would you, as he comes round this in, in a moment, would you cheer him on? And of course, Neil and his brother were like, yeah. And the dad got a couple of other guys together and there's a little group of them. And sure enough, round the corner came this young lad and he was panting. He was struggling. He felt like quitting. He didn't want to do it anymore. But as soon as the dad saw him, the dad leaps up in the air and he's like, go on, my son, go on. And wow, Neil and the guys begin to clap and cheer. And the little boy picks up the energy and he shoots past them and on he goes. Then the dad like shakes all their hands. We're not allowed to do that anymore. But the dad shakes their hands. It was a couple of years ago. And Neil says to him, what are you going to do now? And the dad says, ah, I'm going to go on to the next town. I'm going to get an even bigger crowd. I'm going to cheer my son right on to the very end of this path. And, uh, you know, I want to speak to you right now. I don't know where you're watching this. You know, if you're in your front room or your kitchen or maybe you're watching it in your bedroom or wherever you are. You know, I want you to know that God is cheering you on. I'm so aware that some of you relate to that young lad. Maybe some of you, you it's been tough and you're finding it hard and you're finding it uphill and you're finding it a struggle. I know that some of you are probably like thinking, man, I, I, I feel like I'm going down here. I don't feel like I can do this anymore. You know, 2020 has been what a year. It has been such a challenging, challenging year. But I want you to know, friend, 
that God, Father God, is cheering you on. He's looking at you and he's going, go on, my girl. Go on, my son. Keep on. You can do it. He wants to cheer you right on to the end. You see, we've not got a Father God who's distant and doesn't care. He wants to be right there and amongst your struggle. He wants to be right there for you. And I just wanted to, just as I bring this to an end, about a good, good father who lavishes his love on us, who's cheering us on. I wanted to just say that maybe you're watching this right now and you know that you have drifted away from God. Like that little girl, you know, the currents, the trend of this age has taken you and you're far from God. But at the cross, the salvation plan has been put out for you. Jesus died on that cross so that you could come through the cross into the arms of God. And what I'm simply going to do is this. I'm just going to pray a really short prayer. Why don't you pray it wherever you are? And that is saying yes to the cross. I want to be found in the arms of God. Why don't you just say this prayer in your heart after me? Dear God, sorry for drifting from you. Sorry distance has come between us. I choose to come through the cross, the cross of Jesus, into your arms, God, and I receive your love and your forgiveness. Thank you that you cheer me on. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, it's been absolutely being with. It's been absolutely amazing being with you, and I've absolutely loved my time. I would love it one day soon to be with you guys physically and get the chance to kind of um, say hi. But you know, I've just enjoyed this, and I just want you to know that you have got a God that's with you and for you. And if you prayed that prayer, then just hang on and the guys will kind of tell you what they want you to do and how you can connect with us. But, you know, God is not an angry father with a stick just waiting for you to trip up. But those two images, I leave them with you again. The father running on the beach, desperate to see you safe, home in the arms of God. And secondly, that father that's cheering you on, getting his angels to encourage and to clap and to say, that's my girl, that's my son. I'm so proud of them. He's a great father who lavishes his love upon us. God bless you guys. Great to see you.